When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. And with me, as always, are your other co-hosts, <laughs> the lovely elk-like Elsie Escobar. Elk-like? Well, just because when you put your hand behind your head, your elbows look like antlers to me. <laughs> yeah, that's very antlery to <laughs> me. And then also our lovely producer, John Jamingo. Hello. Hello, ladies. So how's our how's our weeks? How's our weekends? Anything exciting happen to you? Well, that's good because something really exciting happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, Jess. Let's go. Let's go. Let's hear your excitement. A family of foxes moved into my deck. <laughs> and at first I thought there were four babies. Then I saw six babies. Then yesterday I counted seven babies and a mama. Wow. And um they pop in and out of my deck all day long. I can't do anything else but stare at them and take video. <laughs> and then I decided, because I've had a TikTok account for a really long time, and I thought, I wonder if this would be like a video people would watch. Well, it has 150,000 views. Really? I went, from, I went from 30 followers to 700 over the weekend. <laughs> um, and all my other videos, I've been posting a bunch of them. They all have at least 2,000 views. How about that? Look I'm at a that. viral TikTok is- sensation and I'm not doing anything <laughs> and it's nothing to do with me. It's only the varmints in my backyard. They're not varmints. They're Don't not varmints. Varmint. They look like puppies. They act like puppies. They're cute like puppies. They itch like puppies. They it's itch. amazing. They're itchy. You know, they do like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do their thing. They're really cute. They're getting so big already. They are getting really big. I'm hoping it won't be more than a couple of weeks before they move out. Because then otherwise it's like eight adult. Like, can they just keep their den in my deck forever? I need a new deck. I just had a new deck. I just had a proposal for a new deck because my deck actually has holes in the wood where I'm afraid I'll fall through if I eat one more oh, ice no. cream sundae. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yes, like, I do. <laughs> so, I mean, once we get a new deck, they won't have a, a home. So I'm trying to. So I called uh, Delaware Fish and Wildlife, and they told me they don't come out for, like, foxes and raccoons, and that I should call pest control. Oh, no. So then I called pest control, and I was like, I don't want you to control them. I want you to kindly invite them to go live in the woods. Can you do that? And he's like, well, the problem with a fox family is that, you know, I'm good at trapping foxes, but the chances of me getting them all are very slim because they're shy. So I would get like the mom and maybe a couple of the babies and the others would die. And I was like, never mind. Oh, my God. You're going to have to wait till they get big enough to be on their own. I'll tell you what. You're not going to have any birds, uh, rabbits, squirrels or mice in the immediate area. We've definitely had some dead ones. And I saw one of them chewing on a bird head this morning, like just the bones. Because like, you could tell because it was like a beak bone. 
Yep. The other day she left a dead squirrel in front of the door and ran off. And then the other baby ran after her. And when he saw that she was going hunting, he came back and dragged the thing inside for everybody to eat. It's so weird. But it's so fun. It's very weird, but super fun. Anyway, if you want to follow me on TikTok, uh, it'll be Fox content for now until they run away. And then maybe I'll be funny on my own. But because what am I going to do with all these followers? I know. expect animals. All I've got left is Isaac. Well, he's an animal in his own right. He is he an really animal is. in his own. I think that he would be a great content man. He's starting to look at like one too. His hair is out of control. Um, I got to get him a haircut. I, I'm afraid I can do my own hair because I because I'm comfortable with curls. So like, I can cut my own hair. I can cut Scott's hair, and it looks sort of like we didn't do it. I can't do Isaac's without totally fucking that up. I don't know what to do. I guess I could Google it. Also, he's a little boy. He looks shaggy though. Like no, I his, no. His I'm hair saying, is growing this way, even though it's straight. It's like becoming a triangle head. What I'm it's saying like, to you is that it doesn't matter if you give it a shot and then you mess it up. Because oh, that's true. Is he going to go be. on some kind of adventure where there's going to be pictures that will be, yeah. you know, on the internet forever? No. See, I mean, so, it grows back. Yeah, see? that's true. I could always do that. Oh, look, so if you want to see, fun. if you want to see the Fox family, I have way more video than I could ever put up. So I have some on Facebook. Some on Facebook stories, some on Instagram stories, some on TikTok at some forks. And that's my handle because it used to be Emily's, my daughter's handle was some forks on Twitter. And um, yeah, don't Google it. But like <laughs> I, I undid her Twitter, but I'm sure there's still some remnants of terror. And uh, I think her, I don't know, I think her Instagram's undone as well. But anyway, some forks on TikTok, some forks, like some knives, spoons and forks. Oh my gosh. That's my big news. Seven foxes. Prancing right. around, making friends in my garden. I was a little nervous that they were coyotes at first because they didn't see the white tip on the but tail. You see, they have socks and they have a little white tail. And people keep asking me if you can tell them apart. And they're like, look, this one has a spot on his back. I'm like, they all the same fucking spot on their back. Like, what is this? <laughs> I really can't name them. I can't tell them apart. One of them might be a little smaller than the others. You have to, there's seven of them. You have to name them after the dwarfs. Yeah, but I renamed the dwarfs too. So it's like that jokey, works. goofball. Oh, my gosh. Sleepy, snoozy, dickhead. Oh, my gosh. I'm just making it up. I couldn't remember the names. It was like Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, Peter, mm. Dopey, well, look, Doc, and Floofy. Like you'll remember all those names. But alas, Stephanie says that her husband is threatening to buzz his head Oh, his soon, head? And she's very sad because he has soft oh, hair. Oh, no. Can you just like so we have haircut scissors because I use them to keep my curls trimmed. Um, but can you do the thing where you like the haircuts do where you just go down and then you cut and just a little bit at a time so that Can I do that? No, I'm saying Stephanie. Can she oh, can do Stephanie like the, do that? Oh can you just like try and scissor cut it until I think in a week or two the, the barber shops are and uh They're open here now. They're opening up, yeah. You just have to wear, you know, it depends on you have to you wear have a mask. You have to wear a mask and you have to, they can only take two clients in the place at a time. So they have to really time it so that like two people who are getting color at the same time, then two people getting a haircut at the same time. Because otherwise you'll have someone waiting and we can't have that. Right. So, <laughs> so ridiculous. Right. There's no, it's crazy. I went, oh my gosh, I went to Whole Foods for the first time since March 13th. I'm amazed you didn't sleep there. <laughs> so she told me what she spent. And I was like, my God, that's like vacation groceries. Yeah. It's like all I spent the whole paycheck there. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Food's it was so expensive. Crazy. But part of it is that we've, bought, like, so... we've, gotten used, we've gotten used to spending like for 
long yeah. periods of time. Yeah, yeah. You must so. be so happy to have food in the house, though, after because I because when I don't spend for a long time and I have to do like three, four hundred, I don't think I've ever done. I've heard I've done three and change. I don't know if I've ever gone up to four, but like, I'm always so grateful because that everything was empty, like every cabinet, every yeah. shelf, everything was completely empty. And now I'm spending 150 a week and I can't fit it all in. Right. I don't know where to put it all. But every time we do a grocery shop, th- Scott and Meryl say, oh, it's just essentials. We just need eggs and milk. And then it, and then eventually a box comes in and I'm like, but the pantry is bursting with things. I can't get rid of all. I got excited because someone told me that the part of their neighborhood burned down and they needed donation from the pantry. And I was like, yes, this is my time to shine. Oh, look. So Amber just spent 900. I'm like, see, now I don't feel so bad. But wait, did you just move? Because I've done that. But I just moved. I had to buy like toilet paper, paper towels, mop, broom, all that stuff. Or maybe well, she was I, just no, no, no. Well, I had to spend, you know, like I spent about over five hundred dollars just to yeah let you it's all out know. there now, guys. But part of it, part of it was because, like, number one, we had like all kinds of meat. Like, I had to buy mm-hmm. like lots all of the meat. dinners, right? All the because I had to like really plan for two weeks ahead of time, right? And it wasn't like because I usually used to buy like a pound of beef. Do you write but it down? To plan it, it out go. two weeks in advance, or is it kind of in your head? Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll. Oh, do that. I have a, I have a system now. I have, have a, a system. system going on, and I'm like super stoked to see. Like now, I know how much we actually consume. Mm-hmm. So now that's why I was able to buy accordingly, so that I don't have to go anymore. Like if we were not to be able to go to the grocery store from now for at least two weeks, I would be stocked, like with meals and everything. Which is great. But we also spend a lot of money on supplements. So supplements was huge. Like mm-hmm. I yeah, use MCT oil and like having a 32 ounce thing of MCT oil is anywhere from like 20 bucks on sale to like $35 just for that container. What's MCT stand for? And that's like. Wait, I'll look it up. You don't have to tell me. Hold on. They use that for oh bullet gosh. coffee. Oh, yeah. Bulletproof coffee. Right, right, it's right, like, right, right. It's yeah, a supplement so it's made from a, a type of fat called medium chain triglycerides. Oh yeah, okay. It's smaller than the other fats you eat. Okay, that's cool. So Scott is um, on a drastically reduced caloric intake plan. I won't say which one because I don't want to. But also, we're going to get some person going. You know, he's it's not one of those to ones. Do that. Oh, I know. Whatever. Believe me, we've discussed it. It's one of those ones yeah. where they send you the food. What they didn't tell him is that there's a restart week. Where you're supposed to eat a thousand calories or under. And like, like, I think he was prepared to eat, like, you know, like they have food plan and like, here's what you eat for breakfast, dinner. And that's all on their website. And he's like, cool, I'm down with it. And then it's like two bars a day and some salad for seven days. He can't have anything else. It's not like, he's like, got a headache. He's starving. I'm like, listen. And he's looking at me like, what should you do? And I'm like, you're asking the one person that breaks the rules at every occasion she can. Don't ask right. me if you want to follow this because even when I was diabetic, I cheated and I was pregnant and I still was like, I'm not doing diet salad dressing. I refuse to give up ketchup. There were certain things <laughs> that I kept just to keep myself sane because I can't eat diet salad dressing. It's disgusting. I'll make my own fine, but I'm not going to fucking eat 
low sugar ketchup because it's just a tomato squash. Like, what's the point? So I like how like you. It's so funny because I'm. We do not buy ketchup that has like. I mean, I've orga- it's organic. Well, no, I know it's organic, but what I'm saying is like that's like one thing that would be like. Of course, you don't I'll buy give up diet ketchup. ketchup. Right? Like, like I don't could, care. You could have I a spike ketchup. Sh- you don't eat French fries without ketchup, and you don't buy diet ketchup. It's just not going to happen. I can't eat French fries anyway, but I forget what I needed. Oh, burgers. Because I could eat burgers if I did two patties and, and one bun. Right, Then right. it wouldn't spike my sugar. So, like, so like I, I even cheated that. So I was like, you know, and this was a life or death situation. Don't ask me, because if it were me, if I wasn't expecting the restart week, I wouldn't do the restart week. And he was like, well, I can't jump to the next week because then I'll run out of food. I'm like... No, you supplement with the food we have in the house. You eat their bar, and then you have a sandwich. Dude. All right, stop it. Okay, first of all. <laughs> Are you pulling the plug on this no, I, I just, I can't take it anymore. All right, so Emily Prokop and I. To, well, I, again. I'm not trying to sabotage him, no, no, but I'm I, saying I, I, it's already half of what he was eating before, so just have a salad. Like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah, yes, he could have salad. He could have protein, you know, kind of cut down he on the carbohydrates and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Don't throw him! A, don't throw the guy a sandwich or a bowl of cereal. My yeah, goodness, I he's trying. Make him do that. You're like I'm, you're like May. I'm not saying make him do a stand. I'm saying I. My suggestion was okay. supplement with something so that you're not starving to death. I don't care if it's yeah. A you sandwich. can't do that. I, you're right. You're absolutely right. You cannot sit there and be hungry all day. So the first night he brought up carrots, huge carrots that he peeled, and he was like, "I can't even do this." And he handed them to me, and I was like, "I'll do it." And I ate the I ate the whole thing in five seconds. He was like, "It's not satisfying the crunch." And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. This thing is like a it's the biggest carrot I ever saw." Like, what's your problem? That would fill me up in a heartbeat. He couldn't do it. He was just angry. For me, I, I know when when I'm hungry and when I'm not hungry but bored eating. So when I'm really hungry, something like um, you know something good food sounds really good. Okay, yeah, right. like an apple. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm really I'm, I'm really hungry. An apple sounds good. When I'm not really hungry, eh, I don't want an apple. I want, you know, a sandwich or something that's, you know, ice cream or something like that. That's not hungry, hungry. When, you will re- when you're really, really hungry, you'll eat probably most things you don't even like. That's hungry. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I don't want him to – I really don't want to sabotage him. But you can't ask someone who makes their own rules, what should you do about a ruled, no. strict diet plan? Because I'm just like, eat pot. I mean, <laughs> whatever we're eating for dinner, he just have a meat have portion like his, of it. He needs to have his own support system that he can go yes. talk to about some of this stuff. Listen, I'm a good support system. Every time I, I look mean, at him, if he even looks the slightest bit sad, I'm like, you are doing no, great. No, no, no. <laughs> You, you just so you're, awesome no no no, but that's not what we're talking about here. We need him to have like a different kind of response system, like you know oh. what I mean. Like, all right, so I, this is completely off topic, but one of the reasons, and this seriously, totally off topic. But, I know, sorry but, guys, whatever. our show so, has been a shit show ever since the quarantine. Why even talk about podcasting? Is it even happening? I know it's not even. It's, it's not, not even, even happening. happening. But listen. So I stayed with the dude that was like horrible for me for so long yes, we because yes, he's like- I refused to be honest with the people that would actually 
Help like you. held me, uh, yeah, held me accountable, right? Right. And I kind of like, even with my best friends, I was not even truthful. Like I didn't let them know about a lot of stuff. I kept things under the download. I didn't like, re- I needed somebody who was like completely outside of my ecosystem. Somebody who didn't know me. Somebody who, did, who how I'll, I'll never met. Someone to be unbiased. able to have them say, this is what's up. This is like the reality of what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Because everybody around me was... Enabling biased, right? Oh, yeah, and they were biased because they didn't see everything I said. They weren't experiencing, and I wasn't letting them know. So, Mm -hmm. it's like it was the moment that I stepped outside of that that I finally was like, "Oh, I guess this is really bad." I mean, I knew that, but (laughs) it's like (laughs) I think you know it's really bad. You just, I think there was also some part of you that was just living through it because it was easier than changing. Sometimes you are correct, and, which you're answering the first, you're totally responding. This is what's going on with, yes, what, what's well, so, happening right now. So I'm hoping, listen, even if he doesn't, whatever, I think he'll follow through with it. But even if he doesn't, there are certain habits that need to get under control. One is right. just eating because it's in front of you, like at the dinner yeah. table. The other is eating at night. I go down at least twice after we go upstairs because he's still hungry. And that does not need to happen. Like even last night I did because he wanted an orange. Fine, I'll get you an orange. Then he goes, bring me a Pop-Tart. And I went, no. And I, <laughs> I mean, and he, and he just laughed because I was like, right. do you want anything else? And he's like a Pop-Tart. And I was like, fuck you. I'm not listening to you complain all day so I can feed you a Pop-Tart. He was testing you. He was testing me. I know. And like, I'm not eating because he's not eating. And I'm hoping it'll help me too because that's one of the worst. I mean, I'm hoping it will just tr- detrain very bad habits like you said and like sort of reset i don't know if he can reset what food means to him because i also noticed this is so off topic i'm so sorry sorry guys she podcast so is sorry. at its prime right now we still have an I hour can always left. take some of this out if you'd want out of the well show. you don't ha- i think it's interesting and I, I mean you guys can tell us whether or not you want us to shut the fuck up or what so um so i've noticed also you know with his mom living here i've noticed a lot of where the habits come from for example what what? Nobody can hear you because you're not on a podcast. You're lowering your voice as if you're trying to whisper and only you and I can hear. But alas, they no, are I do. I am on the first floor with other people. Who oh, she doesn't want anybody. Okay. I have a very loud voice. I'm not sure if you noticed. Um, <laughs> so I've noticed that like, I didn't realize they were like food buddies, but because they eat a lot of the same stuff because he grew up with her. Um, she'll ask him about dinner or she'll say, what'd you have for breakfast? What'd you have for lunch? It's like a lot of, I've talked about this on the show before. It's a lot of what they talk about as they relate to each other with food. Right. And I think it's also to avoid drama. So it's like a safe topic. So I noticed when he started doing, she started asking me what, he, well, first she started asking him and he was very not into it. She was just like, oh, that looks good. What is that? Meatballs. And I was like, don't ask him about his food. Just let him eat it as fast as he can and get the fuck out of the kitchen. <laughs> And he was just like, yes, please don't ask me about the food. So last night he was eating his thing. We were eating dinner. She just kept kind of going, like looking over <laughs> to see what he was eating. And he was just like, if you, I said, mom, if you ask him about it, he's going to blow up in your face. Don't do it. Just let him eat and pretend like we're not here. Just leave him alone. So then he looks, so then she looks over to me. So then she focuses in on me and Isaac. <laughs> She's like, do you like that? Is it good? I made it with this. I made it with that. Or she'll like constantly ask me. I think they need to be like, they grew up having food buddies. Hmm. So it's like, if we're ordering, what are you going to get? Then I'll get something that we can share it or I'll taste that. Then you can take, like, everything is like a shared buddy experience. Whereas, like, for me, I don't care if it's a, I mean, I get that concept, but I don't necessarily do that. 
I just eat it and then I leave. I don't savor it. I don't sit there and let it. I mean, they also like to sit at the table after, long after I'm done eating and they pick at it. So like the second I'm done eating, I have to get it in the sink. I don't want any more, you know, I don't want to sit there anymore. I can't sit there all night long, but I'm trapped in my little bench. So I'm like, how long are we going to sit here? I can't look at my plate anymore. Let me out. Let me out. I feel trapped by this whole thing. I would like just a little bit of that. For Thanksgiving, I... Thanksgiving holidays are different. No, but no, but hold on. Let, let me give you my regular... This is regular experience. I laid out the entire... Like, I, you know, I didn't cook my... I heat, I reheated the yummy food that Whole Foods made. And I put it all in the plates. Right. And then while I was plating it and put it on the table, by the time I sat down, the rest of my family left. Fuck them. They had just finished. They finished. Without you? Yeah. We're not allowed to eat until everyone sits down in this well, house. And I wasn't that's growing not up what either. Happened. <gasps> they all, as soon as the plates were down, they all ate. And then I sat down and I got my one, my little glass of wine and I sat it down. And then they were all like on top of me, like, when are we having like the pumpkin pie? And I was like, <gasps> I, I would be furious. I'm just eating my food. Yeah. That's sucks. So I made them go away and I ate by myself. Yeah, I would. That's really what you want anyway, Sad. to be honest. A sad, lonely Thanksgiving is so much better than, can we have pie? Can we have pie? Can we have pie? Can we have pie? Because <laughs> I have that every night. Because he eats four bites and then thinks it's dessert time. And we have a fight about it every night. Anyway, should we move on to maybe some uh, podcasting? He says this is the feed that isn't the feed podcast. That's right. This is the other feed podcast. Patrick's heckling. <laughs> He's like, read any good books lately? Like, you just want to keep it going. You just noticed that? Patrick's always I'm heckling in the comments. I'm just noticing his heckling Patrick right now. Patrick is the yeah. best heckler in there. He would derail us like in a second. It's actually helpful when you're doing a live feed. I saw him yesterday. I was doing a Fox live feed yesterday and I saw him there. And it's nice actually to because you're having a conversation with someone, but you're not. It's kind of good. I actually enjoy it. Keep heckling us, Patrick. I dig it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So we are going to talk about podcasting. So here we are. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Okay, in a perfect attempt to not politicize this podcast, I found something cool and I wanted to share it. And if someone tells me that I'm siding with any political party, I will eat your face off. So here we go. (laughs) The new and cool show that I found this week was Mrs. Bush's Storytime. It's a new podcast by the Barbara Bush Foundation, and it's a new podcast for families featuring original recordings from the radio program of the same name. The podcast brings to life former First Lady Barbara Bush's commitment to family literacy and lifelong learning for a whole new generation. So I guess it's Mrs. Bush. It's hosted by Mrs. Bush's daughter, um, Doro Bush- Koch. And the podcast features recordings of Mrs. Bush reading cherished children's stories aloud with special guests like Winnie the Pooh, Daffy Duck, Elmo, and Grover, and includes celebrities like Oprah and Alan Arkin. And so the the episodes also include literacy tips from former First Lady Laura Bush, George W.'s wife, and memories about their own experiences reading from best-selling authors Delia Owens, Jesse J. Holland, Susan Orlean, and Eric Miley. I thought it was such a cool and cute idea, and I love – I mean, I will just say this. Even though I wasn't always a fan of the Bush's politics, I thought their first ladies were very classy. I liked Barbara Bush a lot. I liked Laura Bush a lot. I thought the women sort of outbalanced the men. Let's just put it that way. I thought the Bush ladies were very nice. I always love Barbara Bush. She's like everyone's 
Shiksa Granny. You, you know what a Shiksa is? Sorry, it's like a non-Jew. I don't. But it's like everyone's grandma that makes ham sandwiches on white bread and wears like like <laughs> Halloween vests. Like that's how I saw Barbara Bush. She's like a perfect teacher making crafts and like with the best Christmas sweater with like the yes. So I think this I is like a really that. cool podcast. I love the idea of, re- of having Mrs. Bush read stories because I thought she was such a nice lady. And it's a really nice thing for the family. It kind of reminds you what a president's supposed to be like, even if you don't agree with their politics. Anyway. I do like, you know what I like the most of that is the fact that they have celebrity guest humans and then celebrity guest, like what, Winnie the Pooh? I mean, I would want to have Winnie the Pooh as my guest. I know. I wish I could do a Winnie the Pooh imitation, but I can't. But yes, I bother. No, that's the That's Eeyore. Eeyore. Nobody cares. I can do Eeyore really well. It's all right. It's my birthday, but nobody cares. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. But who, so who is more of a, this is delightful. Like, I can't do his voice at all because it's a little scratchy. Right. And like Tigger. Oh, my God. No, seriously, we're going to go off on that Tigger's stuff. a wonderful thing. I can do him. Get, but having those, that would be amazing. I would, that would make my day. Yeah. To just be able to have those people as a guest. And you could just have these conversations or those entities. <laughs> I don't even know what you would call them. Patrick writes, the bushes look like geniuses now. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say without saying it. And yes, he agrees about the first lady bushes. They're, they were nice ladies. They were nice. All right. I agree. I think the puppets are fun. I think it's just fu- it's just fun. It's a nice. I mean, I'm sure that foundation has done a ton of good. And I think it's a cool. Good. Anyway, on to the next piece of news. So this one is um, something that a lot of you all. Possibly in the chat here because we had some folks let us know in the She Podcast Super Squad looking at you, Miss Bonnie. So um, Audacity 2.4.0 was finally released. And um, I know that this might seem like really like, what? Who cares? But Audacity is possibly the the uh, cross-platform DAW, which is Digital Audio, Audio Workstation, which is free because it's open source and so many people use it. But in the latest um, operating system, Catalina for Mac, it did not work. It just didn't. So they finally updated it. They released it, I think, either Friday or Saturday or something. And everybody was so excited. Woohoo! So they replaced previous versions of Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. And it was really exciting. But before I continue, though, I went to check on the, for whatever reason, I went in there this morning to double check on our links here. And then they had updated it and it said, quote, we've temporarily reinstated the 2.3.3 release for downloads whilst we investigate a serious bug that affects 2.4.0 on Windows, Mac, and Linux. The bug causes loss corruption of audio. Currently, we think the bug happens when you have two projects open at the same time and paste audio from one project into the other. Thanks to Jack from FreeBSD for alerting us to the problem and giving us steps to reproduce it. So, even though it's been released, it's kind of been pulled back, but alas, it's coming. Alas. And so now those people, those of you who are on Macs that want to upgrade to a Catalina, it's really awesome. They also have a way to be able to level your audio in there, um, which means that, you know, a lot of us kind of talk about like, your your show needs to be negative 16 luffs. And everybody's like, what's even a luff? And how do you see what that is? With this new version of Audacity, you actually can just set the limiters on there and you'll be... 16 luft my negative 16 luft i had a family of luffs moving in under my deck hey listen <laughs> so, under your dick deck oh deck, deck. 
Dang. Oh, that was a dig on me. Ha, ha, ha. It wasn't a dig. Uh, I'm, just I'm joking. Saying. I'm joking. Okay. So before everybody – this is one thing I've learned when I was an itty-bitty podcaster. When uh, I w- an itty-bitty one? When was that? <laughs> in never. 2012. All right. So no, I was never itty-bitty, but a young, a young <laughs> podcaster. Okay. So <sighs> when something would be new, I would charge in like Leroy Jenkins, and I would go in and update right away. And there's a lot of bugs and stuff in these that need to be taken out. So – if you're not real techie, hold off a little bit. Let it marinate. You know, let everybody get all the bugs in. Let all the techie people go in there and fix all the things, and then go in and go. I wouldn't download that. As soon as they said it was out, I said, "Yeah, they'll talk to talk to me in a month and see if everybody's not screaming and pulling their hair out." Then I'll update. But if you go running in there right now, and the next thing you know, it's broken, and then you can't get your podcast out. That's no good. No, that's no good at all. So just yeah, just be careful. Yep. Tread lightly. Ease into it like a warm bath. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Um, okay. So right. now we are moving on to a story from Bloomberg, which possibly has one of the most amazing leadings. Like this, the first sentence in this article is possibly one of my most favorite sentences that have ever been created. Would you like to read it, Jessica Kufferman? Because I think that you would absolutely do it justice. Yeah. Luminary Media, the money-losing podcasting startup, has raised more than $30 million in a new round and is seeking more funding as it tries to ride out the global pandemic, according to people familiar with the matter. The funds were raised at a level below last year's 200 million valuation, said the people who asked not to be identified because it's embarrassing. The company, (laughs) which is also cutting costs after struggling to attract subscribers, plan to use the money to fund operations and future programming. If only they had allies in the podcasting community, that would have solved so much problem. Man, how could they have avoided that? Oh, I know. Would it be telling all the podcasters that their content was shitty because it's free? Oops. That'll do her. (laughs) Boy, were they dumb. Listen, you know what's not going to be the Netflix of podcasting? Any app that tries to be the Netflix of podcasting. That ship has sailed. There's too many other options out there to get your podcast. We don't need the Netflix of podcasting. We don't. And like, there's so much free content. And I don't know why you think, okay, so here are the Luminary Originals, just in case you want to know what you have to pay for. Uh, okay, I am Rappaport, Michael Rappaport, which like, you can hear him rant on Howard Stern anytime you want. Trevor Noah podcast, which if you really want him, you can listen to him every night. He has, um, does he have, he has podcast. YouTube stuff, right? He has YouTube. Yes. Guys, we effed. Um, the rewatchables, history on fire, food actually, sonic boom. We don't know any of these people. We don't need to listen to any of this. <laughs> Martina McBride, a show called Oh Team Coco does a smarter podcast, but we have uh, Conan O'Brien for free. Tabloid, the making of Ivanka Trump, because that's what we need. More information on the Trumps. <laughs> Can't get enough of them. <laughs> Love and radio. None of these other people are famous. Love and radio, the trip, break stuff, the history of Woodstock '99. What? <laughs> hey, wait, That's listen, even... listen. But they had 80,000 subscribers. So obviously Where'd some they people. Where go, I wonder? Hmm. So, I mean, that's a lot. But Russell Brand is on here. He has a Facebook watch show. None of these people are, are they're not exclusively luminary. That's why it's, but 
whatever. I'm just going to say. So I, I will come clean and say I signed up for a month of Luminary. Oh, I good. paid Let's my money to see what it was like. Okay. And for the money that I was spending, I was like, why am I spending money to listen to these right. shows? Because, okay, you want us to spend, I think it was $7 a month for this. I can do this for free and listen to shows. And these other shows aren't really, I mean, they're not $7 worth of podcasts, to be honest with you. Let me illustrate this. Because, you know, Scott got, he got downsized. And when he was downsized, I mean, he worked for Comcast, so we had free cable. So as soon as his benefits went away, we had to decide what we were keeping and what we would pay for. And, like, I noticed last night I was trying to watch, like, what, Ghostbusters 2 rerun on, like, the country music channel. And I couldn't get it because I didn't have some kind of subscription package. And I was like. Well, oh, well, Ski. And there's another one I'm missing. Like, I, I either don't have Showtime or I don't have, I know I have HBO and show, maybe I don't have Stars. That one's extra. Oh, well, Ski. I'm not going to go out of my way to pay for paid content when I have all this content that's, you know, on networks and stuff. All television. I mean, if you have Netflix and you have Hulu and you have basic cable, you're set. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I mean, that's even paying for it. Podcasts are fucking free. I actually pay for other things, but I'm not going to pay for more other things. It's just dumb. Right. But also, I think that the model works for, I would rather spend those $7 a month for a specific podcaster. I really like this show. I really want to be able to give them $7 a month. In fact, I would do that even times five, right? I would rather give seven bucks a month to five separate producers to keep doing their stuff versus this one thing here because right. to me it doesn't it just doesn't make sense like I, what am i support like i don't know where like the access isn't a problem for me in terms of the content what i'd rather get is premium access to those people that i really really love that's right. what i would pay money for i think that that has shown that works mind you mind okay so luminary is just above the 0.01% in aggregator apps at least for Lipson. So at least for over 69,000 podcasts, okay? They're like right above, like almost to the lowest of the low, they're 0.01%. But they have 80,000 subscribers and yeah. they probably have some people consuming content on, on their platform that are not paying. So if that gives you an idea that even those low ones have that many people listening to them, if you think about Spotify or Apple Podcast, that ha you know, Apple Podcast has like 67% of that. If you think about that, like how many people are consuming that? Yeah. It's kind of out of control. It's but anyway, control. I just wanted it to. Really well, first of all, I, I just, maybe I'm an OG podcast listener, but just give me the basic good stuff. Like, let me make little categories where I can put my things in and, and give me some a plus and a minus button and allow me to let it download or automatically or not download, you know, stuff like that. And how many to keep in there. Just, just give me basic podcast listening features mm -hmm. and I'm good with that. But all this, give me $7 and then you got to be in and, and other podcasts can go in there and it's almost like Patreon. In other words, you can pay for their podcast. You can be in their group. And their stuff's behind a paywall. I know some podcasts that are doing that in Luminary. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's like a lot of yeah. crazy. Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like this. Luminary is kind of like the top sheet of podcasting. Some people <laughs> like it, some people don't. <laughs> that's Patrick. That's in reference to our last episode, people. So you can refer that's back right. to episode 268. 
in case that did not land for you. You know, my co-host for the feed, Rob Waltz, uh, really was very funny in the way that he referenced what Luminary is doing right now, that he literally said that it was venture capital wealth distribution to podcasters. Okay. (laughs) Because... The podcasters are the ones that ended up, remember those deals that they were being made? Like there were a lot of podcasts that got like millions of dollars to create luminary exclusive content. Spotify came in and outbid them. And they're like, hey, we were supposed to overpay for this. And now you guys are paying more than we did. That's not fair. Right. So the ones that ended up like scoring are the, the podcasters are the ones that benefited from all that money. And boom. So boom, shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. I think it was $4 million a month they were losing. Who? I don't even know. I mean, that's just so much money. Like, where is it going? I guess all that marketing. I mean, they did a really good marketing? job with marketing. Where does it go? I guess salaries, too. I mean, you need to Salaries pay. and marketing and all the... Co- I think what happened is that they really banked on getting that money to... It was the content. They really invested in content. Content, content, content. They believed what I've seen a lot of people talk about in the podcasting space, that the way to really make podcasting do its thing is if you create that another serial, another, like we need blockbuster content in podcasting. We need something that's going to do that. And that's what's going to make podcasting. And I think that's a stupid. I don't yeah. think that I would invest in, in finding that content that's going to be the make it or break it because that literally is what like it's such a small percentage of the reality of podcasting you have to reuse what it's actually there so that did not uh that did not work very well no we have what is next next is podcast addicts Podcast Addict. This was breaking news. It won't be breaking news by the time the show goes live. And possibly this has all been fixed by the time our show goes live. You want to skip it? Well, how did they fix it? No, I mean, we can talk about it because this is really interesting. And the fact that Podcast Addict, it's an Android app. It was kicked out of Google. Was it Google Play Music, I think? it was The Google Store. Google Play Music. The Google Store for – it's an app, right? Mm -hmm. Because – and this is the crazy part. There was some content in there in the podcast app that had COVID-19 content that may not have been scientifically sound. It didn't comply with the World Health Organization and right. the CDC. So right. I don't know if it's sound or not. See, this is what, to me, what podcasting is all about is putting information out and letting the people decide. And now like, Google is... Censoring content. Well, that's been happening for with a lot of different places. But what I don't think it's correct is the fact that this is an app. It's right. an app. It's like a it's, it's an it's, app. It's an app. I think the word you're looking for is app. Right. It's right. like turning your TV off because the Beverly Hillbillies are on. That's right. It's like right. Why? Because they shouldn't be living in Beverly Hills. They <laughs> And they shouldn't be. Because it hasn't been approved by the board of uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, my God. So So now. like, remove them from TV. We've turned off your TV, so you can't even try to watch it. Yeah. Because they shouldn't be in Beverly Hills. And you don't agree. I mean, the censorship in podcasting. That's what made podcasting great, was there was no censorship. Don't say made. It's what makes podcasting great. But you have to understand that this is a completely... I think that we're missing the point here, John. This is not what we're talking about here because the whole taking down the COVID-19 episodes is a thing. Spotify is 
definitely kicking out episodes that have those titles, right? So some episodes have been taken down. And this is happening in Apple Podcasts as well. Vetted content is something that's happening. YouTube is also doing this. But they're not taking out the entire thing, which is what happened here, which is, an, again, it's an app that was taken out, not the episode of the podcast of the, I don't know how many thousands, possibly million podcasts that were inside Podcast Addict. Because if they're feeding off of Apple Podcasts, then they have a million podcasts. And they were taken down because of episodes that other people put in there. So it wasn't even just like a takedown notice, which is what most people have been getting right now. It's a takedown notice of this one episode. Sometimes an entire show gets get taken down, but not often. So can I ask a question? Because I don't know this. So let's say they take an a episode off of the app. Let's say Apple decides that the, the COVID-19 didn't, the content didn't pass the smell test and they took it off. If you're subscribed to that podcast... You still get it. If you subscribe to the RSS feed. Yeah, if you subscribe to the RSS feed, you still get it. Like they can't yes. remove the show. They can Unless only take it. Unless it's removed from the, like the only way would be is if they remove you from the directory. But I think even if they move you from the directory and you're you subscribed. Be. Do you want to test it out, John? Would you like to be kicked oh, out I, of Apple me, Podcast? I, I don't mind getting kicked out of, for science, I will do it. No, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, I mean, even if they, boot your podcast out of the directory, if you're subscribed to the show through the RSS feed, you'll still get it in a podcasting app. Now they're taking the app down. So you can't even get it through the app. Right, because you don't have the app. Right. You'd have to go right. to it's another app. It's gone from your thing. Yeah, I just think it's very, so, very dangerous, this whole censorship thing. I think, yeah, I just don't understand why it was the content. Like, yeah, I think that this is a different issue. And I think this has to do with algorithms in the mix. This has to do not with humans. But it has to do with AI in some way in there that's taken out things that possibly shouldn't happen. Because I think you remember we had some issues that had to do with that in on Facebook right after when when the whole pandemic started to like amp up like sometime at the beginning, even late um, February, beginning of March, there were all of these people that had posted very non-COVID related links on Facebook. And they were told they were banned. They were like, you are not allowed to put this up because the algorithms, the, again, machine algorithms had been attuned to a little too extra. And so there, there was an issue when it came to that. And and then they were adjusted. Facebook adjusted it. And then there's a new way of vetting whatever the content is so that you don't have comments or things that are actually relevant being taken down. I think right now this is what happened with Podcast Addict is that the algorithms are the machine, whatever, is making choices that are not particularly sound as to this specific instant. I had a, a, a post taken down on Facebook because it was an obvious joke. It was how uh, 5G is causing coronavirus, and it's the 5G is doing something to the bats, which is just doing something to the soup, which is doing – and it was a joke. It was a complete joke. And Facebook took it down and said that it was misinformation. I was like, of course it's misinformation. It's a joke. But you can't even put up a joke. You can't even put up a COVID-19 joke. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, the leaders of the space have, of the entire country of the United States. The overlords. Have made it 
so that even when you say things like what you just said, you could later go, well, it's a joke. When, you know, when you first posted it, it wasn't a joke. It actually was real, what you said. But now you're making it a joke. So, you know, making it a, how do you even know what joke, like you can't do that with this nuance of this stuff. You don't know if it's a joke or not. Like, would you have to hashtag joke? <sighs> hashtag sarcastic? You know what it is? Is as soon as something becomes big, people got to come in and try to control it, no matter what it is. As soon as something becomes popular, people have to, when it was great, great, great when it first started because it was fresh and people did what they want with it and all that stuff. And now people are involved. I think it's the, it's also, you have to be, the responsibility that comes with, with more is more, regardless of what you want. If you're in charge of two children, you can deal with it like if they're right in front of you. But if all of a sudden you have 30 kids in front of you, there have to be more rules added. Like I, I, I'm only saying that because I know we used to have this like parents night out thing where you would go into this gym and for $5 a month, the kids like could, uh, not $5 a month, $5 an hour, the kids could play. And it was like amazing. They have all this place. And then the more people found out was like five bucks an hour for a kid, you can understand how many people started to join. So then after that, they had to have like so many more, like there was like rules up the behind because they found oh. out. So you can't just be like, hey, everybody, let's just have a free for all. Because Yay. the more people you have, the more guidelines there have to be there in order to keep everybody safe. And it's a matter of discussion. It's a matter of discernment. And, of course, you're going to have people who are going to be like, Give, you know, I want all the freedom in the world. And you'll have That's people who are like, no, we need to. I'm a freedom guy. I want all the freedom in the world. I do. Right. Well, who doesn't? Google. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, were, when you were talking, John, I think that it, there was like Patrick thought that when you were talking about – you know, when, it, when, when things get big, when, when things are fresh, it's like that's when things are great. You were talking about podcasting. Yes. He thought you were talking about the pandemic. No, no. <laughs> like, the pandemic's never good. Never. I know. It's like never good. Never. You can't never. have a good pandemic. Oh, my Wait, God. Wait, you can't? No. Listen, as far as pandemics go, for a lot of people, this is as good as it could possibly be. Oh, my God. Uh, you know like, what? I think I'm right. with you there. Do we? I think we have a new. Um, do we have a new sponsor? Jessica yes, Kupferman? we have a new sponsor, oh Memberful.com. And if you guys aren't familiar with Memberful, it's membership software to help power your community um, and increase conversions on your website. It goes in. It's a WordPress plugin. You can set up members-only discussion forums. You can build it yourself with a Memberful API or Zapier. Um, what happens is the customers stay on your website and they enjoy an intuitive payment and account management experience with the overlay that goes over your website. So Memberful is membership software that you can use to keep people on your website and maybe off of Facebook or somewhere else that you don't want to have a site. So you can do custom branding, you can do gift cards, you can do free trials, it gives you analytics, you can have coupons, they have emails within the thing so you don't have to have it hooked up to something else if you don't want to. You can upgrade, downgrade people, you can sell merch. It's really, really cool. So I don't have a coupon code as of yet, but we may have one next week. But either way, check it out. Memberful.com. M-E-M-B-E-R-F-U-L.com. And uh, I, we're building a membership site too. So we're excited. Hey, I just thought about this. This is like as if you wanted to build your own luminary 
but without the millions of dollars. I think it's if you want to build your own super squad. Right, but also Luminary because it's like, That's come true. on, you have to you're go right. along with me. No, sorry, it's you're like, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, I'm going along with it, I'm sorry. You have to be a member of the squad to get in. Oh, right. but it's you get true. the access and maybe some extra special little things behind a paywall. They have some pretty mm-hmm. interesting clients too, like Relay FM. Um, <gasps> I love Relay. Uh, Leo Balbuda from They're Zen my Habits. favorite. Are they? Yeah. We've talked about them yes, on the show. I know. I've right. like kissed their butt yes, so many different times. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, anyway, so yeah, they have really neat clients. So check them out. Memberful.com. I love it. Yeah. Love so thank you for your support. Uh, memberful. We love you. Okay. Memberful. Memberful. Okay. So we are going to, I think I'm going to close out the show with uh, some tool tips here. Yeah. Do it up. Please. Elsie's tool tip. So this was a, a post on Medium, everybody. So there will be a link to, obviously, there's always links to all of these things in the show notes. But this is by our friend Paul Colligan, who I love. Oh. And I've had conversations with this guy. And he is a genius when it comes to like marketing and podcasting and things like that. I mean, he, he really knows his stuff. And he wrote this um, post uh, called COVID Without Looking Like You Are Video Podcasting in the Time of COVID. <laughs> he helps uh, his clients do all this kind of incredible work and whatnot. And he breaks down what he did or how one of the people that he works with established um, his sort of video podcast, right? Because he's doing it two separate ways. He has an audio feed and he has a video feed as well, all through Apple Podcasts. So you can actually subscribe to all of that stuff. And he breaks down exactly some of the tools that they're using, what to expect, how not to look like you just, you know, rolled out of bed and did all these things. Oh, my gosh. Are you hearing this, too? Yeah, I, yeah. I was wondering. Hang on, Elsie. You're, you're breaking up so bad we can't even hear you. Oh, no. Did I go away? Oops. See? It's the Google. We start talking about the Google. It cut our internet. Uh-oh. I think she's gone. Think. So what's up with you, John? <laughs> Uh, Wait, Elsie just wrote us something and it says, it all went away, internet. Oh, dear. Come back, internet. Okay, well, so much for that tooltip. Hopefully, she can add it on and you guys can get to hear it. Or we can do it next week. Yeah, we can do it next week, but it's really cool. She'll probably have the link in the show notes. Sorry for the abrupt ending, but I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I am Jessica Kupferman. ILC has disappeared, but our producer, John Domingo, if you want to find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, you can find us at She Podcast. You can go to ShePodcast.com for our show notes and sign up for She Podcast Live, which is happening in Arizona in the fall, as long as nothing else terrible happens. You can also find my foxy TikTok at Some Forks. I don't know why I'm encouraging people because they're only going to be here for a short time. And still, it's kind of fun to see your stuff become popular even though it's not because of your talent and i think that's it thank you guys so much for listening oh if you have any feedback send it to feedback at shepodcast.com love you mean it no you're supposed to go mean it mean it there you go bye all